For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back, folks, here on the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Ryan Roberts. And today we are going to be doing a mock draft, our first mock draft post the NFL Combine. Certainly not our last mock draft before the 2022 NFL Draft kicks off at the very end of April. Ryan, how are we doing today? Are you as excited as me to do this mock draft? It's a crazy day, man. It's a crazy day. I mean, as if mock drafts weren't fun enough, we have the massive deal for Aaron Rodgers, four years, $200 million, and then... Insane. Russell Wilson just gets traded, which is even more insane to the uh, Denver Broncos. So it's a crazy day around the NFL. And, and Calvin Ridley, the old incident yesterday. So it's been crazy couple days, man. Yeah, we've been lacking in news around the NFL. And now all of a sudden, everything happens in a two-day span. So certainly more going to happen with free agency opening up next Monday. This could very well, this whole draft order could be irrelevant maybe even by tomorrow possibly uh but we're gonna get very possible we're gonna get into it uh we're using the draft network simulator just because it was one of the only mock draft simulators that had the updated seahawks pick at nine which was a part of that russell wilson trade with the denver broncos so we're gonna obviously get to that before i do though folks i want to tell you to head to uh, bet online, football might be over, but basketball is full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, bet online is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. Head over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Ryan. So because I typically start with the first overall pick, and it's just you and me this time, why don't yep. you do the honors of kicking us off this mock draft? I refuse. You refuse. Do, do the pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, offensive tackle, tackle, offensive tackle. Uh, sorry, I was Brian Kelly for a second. Offensive tackle, Evan Neal, Alabama will be the first pick, Joseph. Um, they have needs all over the board, but they don't have a needed quarterback. So I'm going to protect the quarterback. So I'm going to give them an offensive tackle. I think it makes the most sense. They've spent a lot of draft capital in defensive ends, which this class is very rich on, but we're going to get someone to protect um, protect Trevor Lawrence's blind side in theory. 
So you don't think that the Cam Robinson news, which I I don't think it does, the the Cam Robinson news of them tagging him is going to affect that decision on on what to do at at offensive tackle. I don't, I don't, because Cam Robinson's bad for one, and you right. still need two good offensive tackles in the game. And I know Jawan Taylor has not developed at right tackle the way the Jaguars have wanted, obviously. And I, I think that if I don't think that Cam Robinson stops you from drafting Evan Neal at this point, in, in my opinion. All right. Yeah, honestly, probably shouldn't because the differences in quality of athlete that you're getting between the two guys. So Evan Neal first overall, I think that that tackle pick is starting to make more and more sense. So don't be shocked if that's him instead of a one of these edge players. But that then slides up with the Detroit Lions who showed some decent things towards the end of the season. They very clearly need to refigure out their quarterback situation, but considering how terrible this class is and that they're picking it too, they probably would rather move forward with golf and maybe see what happens during free agency. Uh, also, next year's class, it's probably better for them to wait. So taking one of these edge prospects to add to a young defensive team, I'm throwing in there as my pick for the Detroit Lions, Oregon edge rusher Kayvon Thibodeau. I just think of the two, him and Aiden Hutchinson. I, I you know I know there's the the people are gonna say, like, oh, why wouldn't they take the the guy for Michigan for a team that's in Michigan? I, I just think Kayvon Thibodeau has a, a lot more upside than Aiden Hutchinson does. And if you're a young developing team, take the guy with the more talent that went in a couple of years when this roster is more competitive and that defense is better. They'll be hitting full stride and he'll be hitting full stride. Yeah, I mean, so if the conversation was between Thibodeau and Hutchinson, I, you know that I would take Kayvon Thibodeau. Just the predictive nature of the mock. I don't know, man. You don't think it's going like to happen? I feel like Hutchinson's a Detroit Lion already. I feel like it's almost in the... Uh, Why? I don't know. Just the just the conversation that's kind of been around it, man. There's just some things swirling around Kayvon, and I think a lot of it is unfair and, and not warranted, but I think there is some smoke to the fire in the conversation, but I don't know. Um, but that to, all to say, Houston Texans. So if, if I was making the selection, I would take Kyle mm -hmm. Hamilton, but I am not making the selection. I'm doing a more predictive mindset. Yes, here. we are predicting. Go ahead. Yes. I think that you either go edge or I think you go offensive tackle. Apparently, they are trying to unload Laramie Tunsil. That is a conversation that is mm. happening. So they could be a need for offensive tackle. As it currently stands, until Tunsil is off the board, I am going to assume that he is in the plans for the Houston Texans until that does happen, though. So predictively, I am going to give them Aiden Hutchinson in this situation to help with their pass rush. Well, that certainly makes some sense. But you, you don't think that they would go with maybe Ika Maquanu there? You think that they're they're just going to go best overall and and grab one of the, the next best available edge rusher? So I, I think that the, again, if the Texans are indeed in the market to trade Laramie Tunsil, then I think that offensive tackle obviously becomes a big need at the third pick. But until that happens, I'm just going to assume that he's a part of the plans because he's one of the better left tackles in the NFL. Mm. But if he is not there... And then I think that the conversation is between Ika McQuanu, who I still don't love at left tackle, and Charles Cross, who I think is going to be potentially in the top five picks as well. So I think that's where the conversation happens. All right, up next, the New York Jets. And I, I think that you could really pitch a number of different options here. Do they go Kyle Hamilton? Are they trying to 
resolve the offensive line issues, which has been improving. Elijah Vera Tucker, Makai Becton uh, are two young players in that group. And considering the, the fact that we typically don't get safeties going really, really early. And I, I think that if Kyle Hamilton did run a 4-4, it might have opened the door for him to go this high at four. But we always see the stigma against drafting a safety in the top five. So assuming that, I think Ika Mekwanu from NC State would be an interesting pick for them because you're talking about how he you're not 100% sure if he's a tackle. So with Ika Mekwanu there, you have that opportunity to either slot him in at the opposite tackle of Mekhi Becton, or if you're not a fan of that, he can play guard as well. Yeah, no, it makes a ton of sense. And it, it, he, he fits the style that the Jets kind of want to run through, right? Like they want to run that wide zone system, obviously with Robert Salah, with the San Francisco, San Francisco ties. I think Lo, the younger LaFleur is their offensive coordinator. So makes a ton of sense. Uh, Joe's New York Giants. So I know I have a big mm. need at right tackle. I also know they have a big need opposite Aziz Ojolari. Um Don't mess this up. Man, don't mess this up. Even though he's played only true left tackle at Mississippi State, I'm going to give him Charles Cross to go opposite of Andrew Thomas because I know Andrew Thomas also. And obviously, you're not going to move Andrew Thomas like that. He's obviously played really well at left tackle, but he also does have a. He played at Georgia for two years, I believe, at right tackle mm-hmm. as well. So he has some left tackle, right tackle experience. If Charles Cross maybe isn't the most translatable to left tackle, but I think either way, Charles Cross combined with Andrew Thomas as your bookend tackles. You're going to force Daniel Jones to either prove that he is what you think that he can be if you're a New York Giants believer or let him fail. So Charles Cross to be the blind side, um, not blind side, to be the stalwart on the other side. side. Yes, opposite of the blind side (laughs) to uh, Andrew Thomas for the New York Giants. Yeah, as a Giants fan, I think any of these offensive linemen in that as one of these first round picks, uh, you got to be happy with any of the options that you take because you, you really need to fix that offensive line. So throwing as many assets as possible at it is a certain need in the 2022 draft. But if you're the Carolina Panthers, you're seething over the fact that there are three offensive linemen already gone and you are a well, very well, desperate team Joseph. to fix their offensive line. Well, Joseph, I think it well, was Ryan. Eight- I think it was Dane Brugler. It may have been McShay and it may have been Kuiper. It was three very mainstream media members that mm-hmm. all had the same pick, had the Carolina Panthers selecting Trevor Penning. I'm just throwing that out there, man. Just throwing it out. See, I was going to go Penning. Now I think I'm it's going to be so cliche if I do that. Uh, you can do it, man. You can do uh, it. I'm just saying that it, it, it apparently there is some conversation there, right? I don't know. We think like, I would, ne- I, I would never, I would never draft him that high. But apparently, he might. Just putting it out there. We think that over Kenyon Green. I'm actually really I, torn I, here. I think is, the is NFL, that too high for Kenyon? Let me ask: Is that too high for a guard? In well, in my opinion, Kenyon Green is a top ten player in this class. We can have the conversation of whether six is too high for a guard. I will say though, for working predictively, I do think that the NFL right. is going to value Trevor Penning over. All right. I'm not disagreeing with that, Trevor Penning. You li- you miss out on the the other top three guys in hopes that you get Ch- Charles Cross or, or Ika Mekwanu. Evan Neal's probably not going to be there. You miss out. I think maybe taking Trevor Penning a little bit earlier than I think most teams might have been comfortable, or particularly you would have been comfortable. That certainly makes sense. The the Panthers pick if it's yeah. not an offensive lineman, 
and I'm Sam Darnold and I'm a Panthers fan, I'm going to be very upset not getting an offensive lineman. Sure. No, I agree. I agree. Um, so that means I have – oh, man, I had both the Giants picks. How did that happen? You just didn't want, you just probably, didn't want to pick for the Giants, you liar. That wasn't – that wasn't intentional, but at the same time, it's probably for the best that I wasn't picking for the Giants because I feel like I'm always picking for the Giants. Oh uh, man, can you go back to the the big board for me, Joe? Sorry. And if if, if you're list if you're listening to this podcast on any podcast platform that you use, you should really go check out the YouTube channel. By the way. Yes. Yes, it's a good point. All right, go ahead. Mm-hmm. New York Giants. All right. Um, a lot of good options here. Kyle Hamilton makes sense. Derek Stingley makes sense. I think they need an edge, though, and everybody's talking about it, man. So I'm going to go with the recent buzz. Trayvon Walker edge, out of Georgia to the New York Giants. Again, not a pick I would make, but we're being predictive. 6'5", 272 with 35-inch arms. Just ran 4.51 at the combine, 40-inch vert. The kid is an absolute freak, and usually those freaks go very early. So we'll have Charles Cross, an offensive tackle to the New York Giants. We'll round it out with a little defensive line help in Trayvon Walker. The Giants are turning into the Georgia Bulldogs with the amount of edge rushing Georgia Bulldogs that they had. And if if they still had, oh my God, what the hell is his name? Who's the Carter? No, no, no. Who's that idiot that uh, the corner who, uh, who got in uh, trouble? Baker. Baker. Devon, uh, yeah, DeAndre Baker. If they still had yeah. him, they really would be the, the 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 Georgia Giants. All right. Speaking of a Georgia team. The Atlanta Falcons picking at eight. Another team that's pissed off that these offensive linemen are completely gone and they're missing out. They're also slowly missing out on some of these edge prospects. But you know what? The fact that Kenyon Green is still here, I think that you're Whoa, in this posi- Over Kyle what? Hamilton, the, the Georgia boys actually, are coming actually, to Atlanta? Actually, wait. wait Come wait, wait, on, wait. man. Come on. I hate how easily you sway me. You know what? That's actually that's a very good point. I completely looked past Kyle Hamilton. I was too busy addressing <laughs> needs. Put Kyle Hamilton on the Atlanta Falcons. He stays home. That team is not good. And defensively, they're all over the place. Keanu Neal has been gone for time now, and he hasn't been wasn't even the same player for the final years mm-hmm. in Atlanta. And you're replacing him essentially now with a guy who is bigger and more athletic and more dynamic. That's a home run pick if you get him at eight. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's good. It's a... Uh... Interesting selection, and it's a great selection. <laughs> I mean, that was probably the best value in the draft so far, to be honest with you. And mm-hmm. I think it's realistic. Like, I don't think it's just we want to Kyle Hamilton to get off the board. Like, I think eight is the floor for Kyle Hamilton. All right, so now we're right, Ryan. Can I? Can I just? I just need to make a point before you make this pick, okay? Because this is Do so. It. This is so green. This just happened. There is no goddamn way the Seahawks are drafting a quarterback at nine. After what? After just trading no, Russell Wilson, no chance. There is, there's, no, but because who the hell could they draft after they traded and got a first round pick back after not having a first round pick? You think that they're gonna waste it on one of these quarterbacks this year? That's just a complete and utter question mark. I, I feel like that doesn't make any sense. They're they're clearly trying to rebuild. So why the hell would they start with a a, a questionable quarterback option? I, I don't a hundred percent disagree. Um, but it's the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> like, who knows what the hell they're ever going to do? I was actually happy that they didn't have a first round pick because then I won't, won't get one automatically wrong in my mock draft when they draft uh-huh. someone that should be drafted in the third round. But uh, can you go to the <laughs> edge board for me, though? I guess I'll, I'll take a look what the pass rush might look like for them. Go to the edge. 
Ooh, Jabo. No, they're going to draft somebody weird. Um, all right, yeah, they're going to so, draft Boye. So wait, Boye Mafe. No, no, Boye <laughs> Mafe. Boye Mafe, Minnesota. Are you actually telling me to take Boye Mafe? Yes, Is that actually, who you want? Ta- <laughs> yes. That's what I'm picking. I mean, honestly, it's such partly a, a joke. You're such a, you're such a troll, but yeah, you're right. No, no, it's totally it, it's, it's it's partly a it's partly a a joke because the Seattle Seahawks never draft who you think they're going to draft. But also, Boye Mafe is a freak, so I wouldn't doubt that he's going to rise to somewhere in this ballpark. Like if he was ended up being a top twenty pick, I would not be shocked at this point. I think Jermaine Johnson maybe was the guy there. Yeah, David Ajabo maybe, but like the Seattle Seahawks, good luck. Deci- good luck deciphering who they're going to pick. Like no idea who they're going right. to take. So there's our first weird, 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 weird one. Right. It, it always ends up being a pick that you're scratching your head, and and let's be honest, they make a lot of questionable decisions. And that trade for Russell Wilson was one of those. Somebody just decisions. clicked off a of YouTube man. They stopped listening after that one. <laughs> I, I really hope something like that happens. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. We're totally going to get some comments. I'm like, what are you idiots doing? But, you know, we don't reply to those comments. Um, all right. New York Jets at 10. This one's probably one of the easiest ones. Ahmad Gardner from Cincinnati. Probably the biggest winner at corner from this past week at the Combine. You hear so much about what he did in those interviews. was talked about a lot. Seeing him on the field as an athlete. Tall, long corner. For them to come out of this draft with a, an upgraded offensive line and then a really talented corner that could very well be a lockdown guy for for a long time, I think that that's a, a really really solid pick for them. Yeah, get get another guy on the side of Bryce uh, Bryce Hall, who I really like that coming out of Virginia is rounded mm-hmm. out into a good corner. So, like the idea of getting a cornerback there. I'm going to go Washington Commanders, Joe. Washington Commanders. They need a quarterback. We are at the 11th pick, and nobody's been taken off the board. They go Malik Willis, quarterback out of Liberty. Wow. So, wait, you think that they would go in the direction of drafting the developmental guy who's probably not going to be able to play right away over maybe taking somebody who can just step in and do the bare minimum? I think they're going to take a swing, right? Like, I mean, maybe it's Kenny Pickett. Maybe, but like... Again, I, I'm just struggling with a team that's going to draft Kenny Pickett in the top 15, de- depend, the, mm. depending on him to be a franchise savior or developing into anything close to that. So we're going to take a swing at the more talented quarterback of the bunch. So Malik Willis, it is. I don't know why, but that just the Washington to me smells like them thinking that they can get Mac Jones with like Kenny Pickett and it not going anywhere near that expectation. I don't know why. It's possible. It's possible. I, I don't. But, I don't doubt it. Right. I don't know. We also know Ron Rivera hates rookie quarterbacks, so probably doesn't want anyone who could start right away. Okay, uh, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, no Xavier Rhodes has really hindered their their corner situation, and Derek Stingley sitting there at the board is intriguing. Jermaine Johnson still there on the board is intriguing. Intriguing, but I'm going to go with Derek Stingley, the corner out of LSU. They need secondary help. They are uh, a, you know, a team that. Probably on the the complete rebuild with that entire roster. So uh, give me Derek Stingley to the Vikings. Staying in purple and yellow. Amen. I'll say uh, Derek Stingley is much more talented than 12th overall player in this class, right? But the conversation is, 
Is he going to get back to what we have seen mm-hmm. in spurts, but we haven't seen in a couple of years. So I like the gamble though. I like the gamble because he, I mean, he could end up being the best corner in this class. He could end up being one of maybe the best defensive player in this class, potentially. Yeah. Like that's not out of the realm possibility. This is an easy one, Joe. Easy, easy, easy. Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio Boom. State. Easy money, man. Ohio kid. Right, I know he's originally from Texas, but played his football at Ohio State. They have a huge need of wide receiver. He's the best receiver in the class, in my opinion. Multi-level threat, separator, ran four three eight at the uh, four three eight at the combine. Check all the boxes. Garrett Wilson, Cleveland Browns. All right, Baltimore Ravens up next, and I, I don't even need to react to the Garrett Wilson pick because it's just if they don't draft a receiver, uh, I would be completely flabbergasted if they don't. That would be one of the most Browns things that they could possibly do. But the Ravens up after them, their division rival. I always feel like if you pick a linebacker or an edge prospect for the Ravens, you pretty much get it right. So, oh man, Jermaine Johnson or David Ajabo? You know, I'm going to go with David Ajabo. I, I feel like he's, he seems like a a Raven to me. And I know that Wink Martindale's gone and how much he loves using a lot of different edge rushers. So give me Ajabo a out of Michigan. Okay, George Karloftis you hate is also on the board. Now, oh. Karlo- I I just really like George Karloftis, but I I know that right. there he's going to be in a he's going to be in a fight. Even though, man, he had thirty eight inch vert at his size, which is pretty nuts. But nuts. Um, all right, Eagles could go edge too. I mean, they so they have Brandon Graham coming off an Achilles, right? They have Derek Barnett that's hitting free agency. They're probably not going to retain him. All they have left is Josh Sweat. So I think one of these next couple picks for them is going to definitely be edge. Jermaine Johnson's there. I'm still not like that high, high on Jermaine Johnson. Like late first rounds, cool to me. Um, I also think that, you know, early, early second would be good too. I'm going to go with George Karloftis. I think this, I like, I don't know who's going to go first, Jermaine Johnson or George Karloftis. I defer to Jermaine, uh, to Karloftis because I just think that the mm-hmm. upside is, I actually think the upside's a little more. And I think that he's a, just a better football player, honestly. I, I think that Jermaine's a good football player. He had a great year. But I'm going to go with Carl Loftus to, uh, to fill that Derek Barnett void. I never thought I would say there's a Derek Barnett void, but there you go. Well, that puts me back up with the same exact team. And you address that edge need. And you're talking about how that edge group, it feels like they've been get, getting older and older, but still did a pretty good job this past year despite that. You're adding Carl Loftus. It's another talented edge rusher who's going to make that a stronger unit. But for the Eagles to not leave this draft without drafting a corner, I think would be a, a crime. Andrew Booth Jr. still available, does not participate in the combine, but still had himself, you know, or still is a guy that I think is going to be the third corner off the board after Stingley and uh, Sauce Gardner go. So Andrew Booth to become a Philadelphia Eagle, let's make it happen. That secondary is starting to improve. Him and Darius Slay together, that'll be a fun secondary. Uh, it would be, man. It would be. Uh, and I hate that because, you know, I'm a, I'm a little bit of an Eagles hater out here in South Jersey, <laughs> and uh, they just got two of my favorite players in the draft, so I'm not too happy about this. Uh, let's go to offensive tackle, Joe. T- show me what they – No, I'm going, the, to, uh, I'm going to defensive tackle for you. This is going to be Jordan <laughs> Davis. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not taking I'm Jordan kidding. Davis that I. I'm just I'm kidding. Oh, God, I'm not taking any of those guys, though, either. Yeah. <laughs> right I feel like they're good at interior. Uh, yeah, I feel like yeah. Don't I think yeah. Or do you take Sean Ryan? I know he's your boy. No, 
tight. No, I mean because we're doing predictive. I don't. Come think on, he's, he's, he's that right. Guy. He's he, that man is right there. Dude, just give me Jordan Davis, guy. He's lasted too long, man. You can't not take too him. We're long. talking predictive. I, we're talking predictive. It's, I know. Vita Vey went higher than this. He went higher. Vita Vey was this. also Vita Vey was also better, but that's another conversation, I guess. I don't know. <sighs> I don't like. Why do you hate? Why do you hate that? Why do you hate it? Let's get the full break. Because he, because he played, because the most he ever played in a season was forty percent of the snaps, and he had like one sack each of the last two years. Like he's just not a. You don't think that you can't tap into that athletic potential for? Well, they rotate a lot of guys. They got a lot of dudes on that in 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 that locker room. I I think he plays like a nose tackle, right? Like I Uh think that's how he plays. He is a he is a two gap. Stand at the point of attack type of dude. Does he have really good speed to chase a pursuit at times? Absolutely. But I mean, is he going to be a one gapping three tech? Like I, I just don't see the upside with him, but he's a great athlete for his size. So there you go. Jordan Davis, LA chargers. Charger fans are going to hate it though. I'm telling you right now, all the Chargers fans are going to hate it. There you go. Though I, I feel like I, I, on Twitter, all I, for some reason I have a bunch of chargers fans who follow me and interact, but for, uh, I, I, I feel like, that's like a reoccurring name that just pops up that he's going to be a charger. What do you, what do you mean for some reason you live in Los Angeles? Yeah, but like, I don't interact with, it just happened that way that I had, you think locationally people immediately are like, damn, he's in Los Angeles. He lives there. I have to follow him. Does it, does it say on your, does it say on your bio that you are based in LA? I'm just asking. It, it does say that I'm based in LA. No further comment. Okay, so New Orleans, I feel as though do it quarterback. All right, so it. let me let me elaborate. I feel like they're either going to go and try and hunt down a veteran, but at the same time, this roster is just it's gotten old. Drew Brees is is gone, and there's there's no real sign for for the future at quarterback. So if you can't go and get somebody in free agency, maybe they bring back Jameis Winston. Taysom Hill is sure as shit not the answer. So it's definitely not Taysom Hill. But then that begs the question, which guy are we going to take here if they go quarterback? I'm going to go with Matt Corral. Uh, I don't. I just don't think that that Kenny Pickett has the, the upside if you're a team like New Orleans that's maybe starting over from scratch. So uh, give me Matt Corral at Old Miss. It's interesting. It's you don't interesting, like that? Yeah. You don't like that? I mean, no, I don't like Matt Corral in the first round. I wouldn't have liked Kenny oh. Pickett in the first round either, though. So I just, I, I don't. Okay. It's a tough, that tough decision to have to make is all I'll put. Right. It. Um, can, can you go to for the Philadelphia Eagles now with the 19th pick? Can you go to safety because they don't draft linebackers in the first round? It's just not going to happen. All right. Sure. Let's go with the combine freak, Joe, that just blew everything up. We'll go with Lewis Seen. Safety out of Georgia. Good friend mm. of the podcast. Good friend Lewis. of the podcast. Peer, it appeared in the summer, so go check out that interview. Absolutely. Now, I feel like that's that's bound to happen, that Lewisine finds himself in the top top 20 or or maybe in that round. latter half of the first round, yeah, after yeah. the combine performance that we got from him. Uh, wow, that's a good freaking haul for the Eagles with those three picks. Uh, they they fixed everything if that's if that's what they're going with. So... Now, Ryan, we have another very scary situation here. Do you it. want me to take another quarterback? You want me to be the man that takes another quarterback? Pittsburgh native. Uh, you know what? He's, he's, he's a New Jersey guy, but he went to Pitt. But yeah. You know what? I'm going to do Kenny Pickett. 
Let's do it. They missed Love out on it. some other options, but give me, give me Kenny Pickett. Uh man, you drafted Matt Corral and Kenny Pickett. Congratulations to you. Sir. <laughs> must, must feel, must feel liberating. New England Patriots, man, they could go anywhere, right? Because like they they missed out on JC. Mm. Uh, well, they're miss, they're probably not going to retain JC Jackson, a cornerback, linebacker. They just got rid of Kyle Van Noy, and they need up, uh, updates there. Safety, Devin McCourty is hanging on by a limb. Wide receiver. Jamison Williams, wide receiver. Oh, no, no, I, I, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. Drake London, wide receiver, USC. So wait, wait, he was wait, on the board. Wait, wait. He was on the board already. Wait, wait, he was on the wait, board. Wait. Okay, 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 okay. So yes. I just want to. Yes. I'm not knocking the pick, but I just want yeah. Patriots fans listening in and, and watching this to just conceptualize I, I already, the thought of this. I, right? I, I went on a Patriots podcast already, and I sold them on this pick. Right, right. So, but like, you think that after what happened with Nikhil Harry, who's kind of not similar stylistically, but a same no. type of receiver-ish, big possession receiver, you think that that good old Billy Belichick is going to go in that same direction? You don't think he's no, going to go with a gr- It's a great question, Joe, and you didn't even have to correct yourself. I think they are similar stylistically. Like I think they okay. are because they're big-body guys who can do the things above the rim but also have yak, right? Like That's the big selling points. I think Drake London's the actual version of what they thought they were getting with Ankil Harry, and Kill Harry should not have been that selection in the first round. Mm-hmm. It was absurd. Drake London, I think, is a first-round player, so – I think they're get, they're drafting exactly what they thought they were getting with Enkil Harry here with Drake London. Okay, that was I just wanted an explanation because I knew that we would get bombarded with with Patriot fan comments. Oakland Raiders inadvertently lose their Las Vegas Raiders. Per, oh, Las Vegas Raiders. Sorry for Freudian slip. Um, they lost their their former fast receiver uh, because of circumstances that they couldn't control. Uh, with Henry Henry Ruggs, so they probably and you could see that Derek Carr once he lost Ruggs was really hurting for some receiver help. And I, I feel like this is a team that's going to be aggressive in resolving this in free agency, maybe with a trade. But I don't, I wouldn't be shocked if they also draft a kid. And and Chris Olave had a really nice combine performance. His forty time wasn't as fast as we thought it was going to be, but he still. Really good receiver. So uh, I think that Olave with that speed, that route running uh, would make for a nice Oakland Raider. Over Jamison Williams, huh? It's interesting. Uh, I, I mean, we're, we're going predictive reactionary to the combine. So huh. Jamison Williams was hurt and we don't know if he's going to be available immediately, which he probably should be. But I, I feel like with with all the problems the Raiders have had, with losing these freaking first round picks because of just the 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 craziness like with Damon Arnett and Henry Ruggs and Cleveland mm-hmm. Farrell not panning out. Like I just feel like they're gonna go with somebody that they know is actually gonna be available right away. Okay. And fully right. healthy right away. All right. Just tapping into your to your thought process. Can we okay. go to the actual board, Joe? Can we hit it all on there? Yes. All right, let's go. Oh man, Jermaine Johnson's still there. Oh, that's gotta be the pick. Nope, nope, not doing it. Trent McDuffie, cornerback. I knew you were going to do that. Yep, 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 yep. They need cornerback help, man. They, they've they had success with these types of players, and they love Washington DBs. Like, they have By, uh, Byron Murphy already. They have Buda Baker. Let's give him another one. Trent McDuffie, a little bit of versatility on the back mm. end with a guy like McDuffie. Yeah, they love those Washington guys. That place is up Dallas at 24. 
Wow, Jermaine Johnson slides like right in their lap. I don't even need to think or elaborate on them. They, I mean, they could use a little bit of edge juice. I know that Micah Parsons is freaking fantastic, but you you get inconsistencies with having Demarcus Lawrence fully available. He's starting to get old. Jermaine Johnson, man, that'd be a home run pick if they get him at twenty four. Yeah, no, that's a that's a pretty easy pick too. To be honest, I think stylistically he fits kind of. Mm-hmm what they like to do. They kind of like bigger, longer dudes on the edge. So it makes sense. Um, Joe, I'm going to go with here. I'm going to give the Buffalo Bills Devontae Wyatt's defensive lineman out of Georgia. I think that they're going to – Yeah, big boy, but also a good athlete. I mean, he ran 4.77, so like he's also a gifted athlete. I think pairing him with a guy like Ed Oliver is interesting because I think some people will kind of look at them and say they're both kind of like more three-tech type of players, but like I think Wyatt can do a little bit more. So I don't think that the I don't think that the I don't think that their styles are going to hurt or not mesh well. Like I think they are going to mesh pretty well together. So we'll give Devontae Wyatt, who just had a great uh, great senior uh, senior bowl. And also had a great combine showing as well. Okay, Tennessee up at 26. And this is another tricky one because they do need some linebacker help. They've got nobody at tight end. I mean, to uh, you know who I would take? Who who would you take? I'm curious. Well, well you, have to, you have to promise me before I say this that you won't like um, – that you won't take him just because I said so. All right. I just want to. Okay. I promise. I promise. I'm going to make sure I, I disagree dra- with you. I, I would draft Leo Chanel. I would draft Leo Chanel. Uh, I can't do that. I would be so hack if I put him in the first round after you just said that. Why? I can't do that. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It would just be like, like I can't. I, I don't think he's going to. You think he's going to go in the first round still? I think he's going to go would, higher would, than he was originally I, anticipated, but first I, I round would not. I like, would not be shocked. I think he's a second round lock. First, I would not be shocked. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Well, assuming that Leo Chanel doesn't go in the first round, them <laughs> taking a linebacker probably makes more sense. Devin Lloyd is the bigger linebacker of the two. Yep. Nicobe, didn't wasn't Nakobe Dean like five eleven? Yeah, he's smaller. Yeah, he's I'm going like to go with Devin Lloyd two eights or something. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Devin Lloyd in, the, in that spot. <laughs> All right, so I think you don't Tampa like Bay that pick. I know you don't like that pick. <laughs> no, no, it's it's not bad. It's okay. I think Devin Lloyd's worthy of a first round pick. I'm okay with okay. it. I'm okay. With okay. Um, I'm sorry. I was just tapped into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I was about to say Mike Evans. I think they just tagged Chris Godwin, so they got both those guys coming back. Quarterback, man. Like, are they Ooh. Kyle Trask show right now? Can you go to quarterback? Kyle Trask, Desmond Ritter. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do it. Desmond Ritter. No way, right? Actually, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Joe. I think Desmond Ritter's gonna sneak into the back end of the first round. I just think it's gonna oh happen. God. I just do. I, I, you draft, you draft a Kyle Trask with like the last pick or second to last pick in the second round in the 2021 cycle. I don't think that they're just like walking away and be like, yep, Trask is our guy. Like, I think they're going to try to get him some competition. And I think that that's Desmond Ritter. Wow. I don't know. Desmond Ritter, a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Imagine that. Tom Brady to Desmond Ritter. Not Tampa much Bay of a drop off there. Dude, they're going <laughs> to hate that pick. Buccaneers fans are going to hate it. I love it. I'm sorry, Bucks fans. Green Bay Packers just secured their bag for Aaron Rodgers, meaning they're going to want to make him nice and happy during this draft. Jamison Williams, man, that injury causes him to slide all the way to 28. 28. 
Ooh, let's add him in with Devonte Adams and that receiving group. That's a, I think that's a really nice toy for Aaron Rodgers right there. Yeah, I mean, historically speaking, though, Joe Green Bay does not help Aaron Rodgers in the first round, so I, I don't. don't think. <laughs> That's uh, the concise explanation, and I don't disagree with it. You you want to talk about perfect scenarios here, right? Uh-huh. The Dolphins could go two ways here. Actually, oh man, actually, there's three ways they can go. So I love Kenyon Green, Tyler Linderbaum, the center out of Iowa fits the system so well because they're going to run that outside heavy zone scheme um, under Mike McDaniel. Mm -hmm. But also their new offensive line coach is the offensive line coach from Boston College last year. Oh. So I'm going to go with Zion Johnson over Linderbaum, which is going to be like, whoa, really? But sure, let's go there. All right, let's go. Wait, Linderbaum or Zion Johnson? Which one? Zion Johnson. Zion. Okay. Because, they, again, the offensive line coach is the Boston College offensive line coach for the last couple of years. So, Applebaum, I think, is his name. And, yeah, there's the relationship. Yeah. So. That's a hell of a pick right there. If the Dolphins end up with a offensive lineman, any offensive lineman, I don't think you can complain. And, wow, the, the Bengals coming up soon are going to be in a really, really nice spot uh, to, to fix some of their issues. So, Oh man, uh, I don't like the available options. Okay, assuming Tyron Matthew doesn't come back because they can't afford to pay him, and he's also getting old, I'm going to take Jaquan Brisker from Penn State to add into that secondary for the Chiefs. It's interesting. It's interesting, Joe. Very interesting. That means you hate my pick. I, I know you. No, no, I it's 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 just <laughs> one that I haven't seen, so I'm not necessarily hating. It's just different. Difference could be good though. All right. Um, all right. Cincinnati Bengals offensive line or it has to be right. So I just kind of highlighted a couple of them. I'm going to go Tyler Linderbaum because their center right now is Trey Hopkins and he stinks. So Tyler Linderbaum, not a perfect Easy. scheme. Well, actually, no, it is a good scheme fit because I think Zach Taylor runs a lot of that heavy outside zone type of system as well. So yes, mm-hmm. Trey, uh, Tyler Linderbaum, Iowa. Okay, last up. Wow, that that'd be a home run if Tyler Linderbaum fell all the way to thirty-one, and that was who they were able to get. They, or and Kenyon Green's also still available too. That's that's pretty crazy. There's going to be a couple names in the second round where you're just yeah. like, wow, really? They've been mocked all the time in the first round. I mean, it yeah. just happens, man. It happens. Okay, so how stupid do I want to be with Detroit? Do I just want to give them? Who, who did like, who did you get? Who did Detroit get the first pick? Was it Kayvon? Kayvon Thibodeau. Do I want to yeah. give them Sam Howell? Do I want to be or Carson Strong? Do I want to be cancerous? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. You make your own decisions. In you know, what, let's be cancerous. I want to give Carson Strong <laughs> to the Detroit Lions. I don't. I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't do that because you have, you know, you you have two first round picks. You might as well take advantage of the opportunity to take one that the basically the top of the second round is what that pick is. So screw it. Carson Strong. People, people are going to hate this first round mock, man. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> They're going to call us clickbait or something. Oh, it, it, it's going to happen. All right. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Be sure to hit subscribe to stay up to date. We'll talk to you later. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, 
They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.